A Legacy of Love and Kindness My mom, Ina Faye MacMorris Estes, would have turned 99 years old today if she were still here. I'm sure she's celebrating in style up in heaven with some of her favorite people. She would be pointing her finger at me for writing this column. We always swore that thing was going to go off. It was always painful being on the receiving end. Her legacy is still in place, though. She instilled the value of hard work in all of us. She helped us to see the value of grace and kindness in tough situations. She graduated from Green Forest High School in 1942 and headed to the shipyards of Richmond, California, to be a Rosie the Riveter for a while. When she returned to Arkansas, she received her teaching certificate and taught in a one-room schoolhouse for a few years. The place was called Zion. A picture of it and a painting are placed in my own classroom today. My grandmother taught there, too. I want to be reminded of my roots at all times. She was always grateful for what she had. She never complained. She was the epitome of grace, beauty, love, and empathy. I miss her every single day. She and Daddy moved to Aurora from Northwest Arkansas after World War II. Their plan was to get jobs here in the Summit City, get rich, and move back to Arkansas. We've always joked about how they got rich in other things, love, friends, joy in a community, a passion for all things hound dog, and children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. The only thing is, it's not really a joke. They did get rich here. We all did. She helped lead the Aurora Hospital Auxiliary and was even a charter member. She also helped Gail Pate and Carl Wise form a senior advisory group for the Aurora Chamber of Commerce. She threatened to disown me when I laughed and laughed about their acronym of SAG. She could make a mean glass of sweet tea and the best turkey dressing this side of the Mississippi. She waited until after her birthday in 2007 to tell us she wasn't really feeling well. She had been sick off and on for a few years, but still managed to work, go to ball games, and attend a variety of community events. She had overcome every challenge that had ever been placed in front of her. We had no idea at the time that she would not be coming home. She liked Webb Pierce and Fair and Young, the singing sheriff. Daddy called her John, and I think it was because of the song Big Bad John by Jimmy Dean. She also loved Conway Twitty and once let out an animal sound when he walked on stage at Lampy. I was never the same. She loved the holidays, especially Christmas. She went out of her way to hang stockings up for everyone as her family continued to grow. She enjoyed ballroom dancing and earned several awards for it. She was resilient. Going back to school in her 60s and earning certification for yet another career following her decades of work at Juvenile Shoe. Her faith was her anchor. She believed in the power of prayer. She believed in paying it forward. She believed God would always provide, and he did. She adored my dad, but they were so different. My brother once asked her how she ever ended up with a man like Daddy, and she thought about it a minute, grinned a little, and said, Well, he wore me down. He just wouldn't take no for an answer. The rest, as they say, is history. I have a little red four-year diary that Mama wrote in every day. As I finish writing this column, it is Monday, November 20th. On this date in 1938, Mama was almost 14. She wrote about going to prayer meeting, ironing clothes, and focusing on her lessons. In 1939, she went to school, and her Uncle Homer took her home. By the time she was almost 16, she writes about her cousin, Pauline, taking her music lesson that day at noon.
As a treat, Pauline went home with my mom and her little sister Helen and spent the night. That next day was another treat as her dad brought home a new mare. Everyone was excited. On November 20th, 1941, Mama was almost 17. A senior in high school, she was adept at sewing, cooking, ironing, and gardening already. It looks like she made a blackberry pie for the pie supper at Oral. A lucky guy by the name of Rex Boyd swiped up her pie. By the time she was almost 18, the 20th fell on a Friday, and it was cold and rainy, much like today. She and her sister, along with her cousin Pauline and Pauline's boyfriend, Lawrence, took off to a holiday party. I thought of her this weekend as I walked in the crunchy leaves. This was her favorite time of the year. She loved the changing of the seasons and cooler temperatures. I thought of her as I took some things over to the Hound Dog Alumni and Outreach Center, otherwise known as the Old Armory. The site at 409 West Locust is a place where she and Daddy attended hundreds of ball games through their years here in Aurora. If I closed my eyes, I could almost hear Dad yelling and Ed Cook telling him to simmer down. I think of how much Mom loved singing the old hymns at church. She enjoyed Christmas carols, too. Silent Night was her favorite. She enjoyed watching children play in the snow, sipping her hot coffee, and listening to the radio every morning. She loved baking banana bread, homemade cookies, and beef stew. When I think about her, I reflect on how everything she did was an act of kindness and love for others. She was always serving others. What a legacy that is to recall after 99 years of her name being on the lips of people who love her and respect everything she stood for. Who will be talking about us after 99 years? Time will surely tell. And for all of that and more, I remain eternally grateful.